talking Nightingale Killer, Ham Radios, and Lil J tonight on the Frequency After Show. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Did you guys see what I did there with the with the opening I music? Yeah, see what you did there. Very clever. Little play on words. Right? Little John Mayer. Little John Mayer for you. What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of the Frequency After Show. This episode is called Signal and Noise, and uh, we got a lot to talk about, so I we figured do. we should just get started. Um, I would like to start off with the Nightingale Killer. We open up this episode with them identifying Raimi's mother as a victim of the Nightingale Killer. Um, We realize that she's a victim of the Nightingale Killer because she has rosary beads around her ankles and wrists, correct? Right, but who so, are we? Because there okay. might be some people that don't know who oh we are. Oh my gosh, I'm We sorry. didn't ID ourselves. I do, because we're, we're running late that's, and that's I how we do. Sometimes it. we're so in the zone, we're just ready to tell you about this show I that know. we forget to tell okay, you who we are. Okay, let's do this fast, because we're already like 20 minutes behind and I have so much to talk about. I'm your late host, Olivia <laughs> Gavry. You guys can find me at the real underscore O underscore G. What's up, guys? I'm Gabriel Gonzalez. You can find me on Twitter at Double G on TV. And you already know it's Chaos J K W A O S J Twitter. Holla at your boy. You sound like you should be on a ham radio. Right. I'm uh, Chris <laughs> Howard. You can reach me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. Kelly, Thanks. how many people actually call you Chaos J out and around? Uh, usually it's just chaos. <laughs> okay. They don't. They don't mention the J. It's either chaos or it's Mr. Jones. Just check Mr. Yeah. Jones. Jones. Thanks, Mr. Jones, for having my back on that hey, I got one. You. I totally forgot. I mean, I know you guys are. Everyone wants to follow us anyway, so. I think you did it. it, 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 it you did some... it in an alternate timeline. Yeah. 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 Funny you say that. <laughs> I was gonna say, it'd be nice if someone went, you know, talked to us on the radio and told us, "Don't forget to introduce them." Exactly. At the beginning. They would have been able to. We would have been able to avoid that problem yeah. Yeah. if I had the ham handy, but I don't. So you know. Anyways, so back as to the I'm rosary saying, beads. Back to the rosary beads. So we realized that Rainey's mother had been killed. Um, this happened due to what happened in last episode, which Rainey messed with the past, trying to save her father, and instead her mother was killed. Um, so what do you guys think about the Nightingale Killer? I think it's definitely just scarier. I mean, the first episode, there was so much going on and just understanding the whole frequency universe. Mm -hmm. So I think this episode was really nice. We're going to get into more of a bit of a procedural aspect and we're looking at, okay, you know, is it really Thomas Goff? Because we had that discussion, but definitely just the fact that why is he ramping up all these attacks now since Raimi changed things? Is it somebody we know? We just haven't figured it out. So I think it's very interesting. And I love how they are burning the candle from both ends in a really creative way with Frank and Raimi's storyline. Exactly. It's pretty wild. All right. Um, <laughs> I think killing's a bad thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, that's no. very true. <laughs> Don't kill people. Don't kill people. So, <laughs> from the beginning, we did find out that since Raimi messed with the past, the Nightingale Killer has killed 20 more people than, than he had originally in... The you know the original oh, yeah. universe right now that's weird because the only thing that changed that I know was the the father was saved 
Right. We know the mother died, but right. was there anything else that happened that would have caused 20 more people to be killed? Well, it's the butterfly effect. Well, well not only yeah. that, but I also think that in the the first shift, remember guys, I said mm-hmm. that's going to be what we're going to call the it. The keyword. <laughs> we're going to call these shifts. shift, okay. um, I think... There's something where I'm going to have to go back and watch, but I feel like there's something that happened in that first shift uh, when the when the dad lives um, that that basically gave this guy carte blanche to keep doing what he wanted to do, and and so I think we're going to find that out in the next few episodes. What happened? What changed? That said, oh yeah. I could do. I run these streets, and, and 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 then he was able to go ahead and continue killing because there's something that happened in 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 the in the original universe that caused all that to come to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. And then when you had that shift, it's like, oh yeah, Nightingale's still running rampant. So, but what's weird is, is, is you can't. There's not like a, a regular cause and effect relationship because what we saw tonight was that there's this whole there's the cause. You know, we saw that the, the guy was, he didn't die. And then there was something that was passed from the one woman to the other, the nurse in the elevator to the Looked mom. Looked like the blood yes. samples. Looked yeah. like right. the blood samples. So those two things were potential causes. But what we were seeing tonight was that it's not just the initial cause. There's like this whole other parallel timeline that's running simultaneously with other potential causes mm-hmm. in it. Did you? Exactly. Well, I, I and think um, that's the biggest thing is that we understood that things can change pretty much within the same day. And they're not going to have that big shift. You know, like when Raimi saved her father and suddenly she remembers a whole new timeline. It's not going to be that way every single time. So I think that's something to understand. Um, Chaos, you think, would you say it changes in the periphery? Oh, it definitely (laughs) changes in the periphery. Um, Yeah, no, it it definitely changes in the periphery. periphery. There's a lot going on. And again, this is one of those shows where you really do have to pay attention you know, because you know, you get up to go get some, get some, get a Coca Cola or something or a Pepsi. Shit, I just did that. <laughs> you did before the show started, and then guess what? <laughs> you miss key elements of the show. Exactly, sure. and I mean, as you say, obviously there was something that we're missing that either something that had happened in the original past that stopped the Nightingale Killer from killing, or something that happened in the alternative past that inspired him to keep going. However, since we do realize that this is like a parallel past running with the present, I kind of fear that we're never even going to really find out what that is because now that we're so... Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. now that we're in a different present, whatever that was that triggered that change could not even exist anymore. Right. Not only that, but at the end of the day, is it even important? Because... It's just a TV show? Well, oh, yeah, no. that, that, that too. But I feel like we, instead of, we might not even need to get caught up in the fact of why he continued to kill, you know, 20 more people over the, over right. that course of time. It might just be now let's figure out, is it golf? Is it somebody else? You know, who else has their hands in this cookie jar? Because we already see there's some dirty cops that we didn't know were dirty. Right. From you know, from the you know, from, from the, the end of the last episode mm-hmm. to this one, it seems to me there's got to be a connection between the cops and the killer. Oh, you think so? Oh, yes, yeah. I think it's something you know to answer that. I think that mystery will be solved when we find out who the Nightingale Killer really is, because then Raimi and Frank together are probably going to figure out. Well, when that happened, that meant this happened, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And all those things, they're going to figure out exactly what happened when they changed the timeline that affected Nightingale. 
Exactly. And regard whether this goth guy is the Nightingale Killer or not, we do know that he's like a prominent character in this storyline because whatever it whatever Raimi is causing to change in the past, large changes are happening. Mm-hmm. We see I mean, he did have something to hide. He had a woman hiding in like a hutch like underneath yeah. the ground of a shed. And we see um you know, he raped somebody, and that was quashed before. And his mother walks in on him, hiding this girl, right? Mm. Or no, it was after the no. fact, actually. It was after, after the girl the got away. get away, and he's bloody. And when Raimi goes back to that, the sh- and goes to see Goff, and he no longer lives there, because at that point, she already changed the past. Yes. He hadn't lived there for a long period of time. And that shed where he was committing these murders and hiding <coughs> these women were gone. Mm-hmm. But that little bottom area, that little hideaway was still there. Exactly. So bottom line is, this goth character is somebody. Whether he's the Nightingale killer or not, we don't know. But... but because right. what was strange was we we knew he was walking the one girl through the marsh, right? Mm-hmm. And that there was yeah. something that happened. He paid her to shut her up, or the mother did. Yeah. And then, yep. uh, so she ended up telling Rainey that, yes, she, she he had assaulted her or whatever there. Uh, and now he had this other girl under there. He could have just been a friendly neighborhood rapist that was, um, <laughs> you know, rapist. doing his thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, but was somehow connected or maybe he was using that marsh because he knew that, that he could hide it. And right, it well, and, and that was something that. that she said where she said, you know, it's one of these places where if you know what's there, you know what's there, but if you don't know about it... Then it's easy just, to hide yeah. things. It's easy to hide yeah. things, exactly. So He might have been a wannabe... Right. Or right. Well, I think, you know, the impact of the mother is something that's... Uh, I'm assuming in the original timeline, after she just saved Frank, that she probably didn't know. Or maybe she found out and stopped him at the, you know, beginning. But something obviously is there that is allowing Thomas Goff, you know, something... Some enabling is going on there. Well, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um... Well, because I get the feeling from the mother that they're very, they're uh, they're very affluent, of and course. and that uh, the reputation is everything, mm-hmm. and you know that would be a tarnish on the reputation. So I feel like, as we're going to see in one of these timelines, is that the mother is going to, while she's shocked and appalled at what her son has done, she's going to do whatever she can to maintain the family reputation and status. Yeah. So she's going to get the lawyers and, and, and cover up whatever she can cover up. Mm-hmm. You believe that? Isn't that ridiculous? It if is. you were a mother, wouldn't you just reality. turn them in? Yeah. It I, is. I mean, it's, yeah. it happens today. I mean, yeah. look at um, Ethan, Ethan Couch or Crouch or whatever that guy mm-hmm. is where his, you know, he, he killed those mm-hmm. people and in his, you know, when the judge was going to give him the most lenient sentence of, of, of history uh, by giving him two years probation, it was just like, oh my goodness, I can't do it. Him and his mom fled to Mexico. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he was he wasn't smart enough to orchestrate that plan. She did. Mm-hmm. Protective cer- mothers. Certainly, sometimes shades. you do too much. Right. Cer- <laughs> no, certainly there's a lot of shades of realism, and I think it's very interesting that like. They're not going to start thinking, well, Raimi's going to want to change every single thing to affect everything Frank does, you know, by the day, by the action, because she realizes, you know, you you can't solve the problem that way. Yeah, the repercussions are too big. Yes, right. There, there's going to be, you know, specific things that they're going to try to affect 
not just and, hey, and this is a general other, thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They can't be broad with this. I think is what I'm trying to get and, at. And, and, right. And that was one of the things that I, I wrote down was I said, you know, how do you warn someone about an impending doom without directly telling them? How do you say, look, you're going to die tomorrow. You're going to get hit with a tire in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you do that without saying, hey, bro, you're going to get hit with a tire in the face. It was like. You might not want to go down Main Street around 5 o'clock. Yeah. Why? I always go down Main Street at 5 o'clock. That's why I like to walk my dog. Yep. Well, I think they're going to be doing construction. No, I checked. The city, <laughs> city record said there's no construction going on. So it was like, well, you know, I going think to... you're going to get a tire in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then, and, then, and then you tell them that, so they do something else, and then they get the tire in the face, but maybe it's on the left side instead of the right. So I, I feel like we're going to see a lot of a tug uh, back and forth with you know, the, the, this conflict of, okay, when can I say something? Mm-hmm. When do I not say something? And, and vice versa, because, again, I felt like when they're on the ham radio, and, and stop me if I'm jumping ahead, when they're on the ham radio, uh, you You're know, there ahead. was... Okay. <laughs> we, we can, we no, can get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> but basically, you're, you, we're going to see multiple instances of where it's like, ah, but I can't say anything. Yeah, right. because I don't want to affect. You know, I don't want to make another alternate shift in the in the in the well, future. There are going to be instances where they're going to be afraid to affect the timeline, so they're going to get gun shy about giving each other information. Right, I think right. it's the whole entire thing is just a learning process, especially for Ramy. I mean, and Frank as well, because they're I think even more so for Frank. I think Ramy has a little bit more of a better handle on it than Frank does. Well, I mean, as we see that now, but originally. She, she didn't but i mean how could you ever grasp a concept like this you don't really i mean you just you just act on things and you don't really understand the repercussions of it until you didn't it take actually time travel one on one call yeah and apparently oh, I missed that's, that. that's, that's, that's actually how we know each other yeah, exactly. uh, we took time travel one on one i was sitting next to marty mcfly in that class can you believe but, it <laughs> doc brown go. was there but, but what do you think would it be weirder to communicate would it be weirder in Ramey's position or in frank's position frank because, you know, he's the one. He doesn't know what happens 20 years in the future. Rainey yeah. not only finds out the effect, but just all the repercussions I later. Think, and not and, even and the he, question of it being weirder, of it being harder. Harder to comprehend. Yeah. yeah. It's not that, and it's kind of like he he really has to trust her. Yeah. There's, there's got to be that strong trust. Because you tell me, hey, man, do not go down that street. You're going to get bit by a zombie. And I'm like, dude, there's not even any zombie outbreaks right now. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> they but can I've really got, mess with you if they wanted to. They can. And, but I've got to trust you that you're going to steer me in the right. It's almost like it's almost like they're riding a motorcycle down the time freeway. And blindfold he's got a blindfold on. And he's got to listen to her directions. Wasn't so that he in a movie steer. recently? It was. Yes. Yeah. 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 You see what I did there? You see yeah. what I did there? Yeah. Hey, plug for nerve. Oh. Should be on DVD <laughs> or HD. Check it out. Um, I do have a question for you guys, though. Maybe you can clarify for me because I didn't quite understand. But mm-hmm. what what shift did Raimi make that made it so the girl could escape? Remember this. She sent Frank and Satch there. So yes, originally they never did. So whatever happened with Maya Gowan, it just was left by itself. Because she sent them, remember, that meant that, uh, what is it, Goff mm-hmm. came out of the shed... Which is how she had the opportunity time to, to get oh, out of the hutch so it was and beat just up. because he left the shed that she, she had, right. had a chance to escape, to escape that put everything in motion. Maybe he didn't lock it right or maybe exactly. whatever it was, okay. it was that time, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And we saw exactly in that scene is when I think 
it was the point where we understood how parallel things were actually happening because things were changing so quickly at first um they they didn't even explore this goth guy they frank and his partner went and they knew he existed but now as this is happening and how how Raimi's having this conversation something changed and maya escaped which originally did not happen Correct. So yeah. it kind of throws like a wrench in things, and it then it start it starts to get kind of confusing, and like, that's when you really have to start paying attention. That's where the fact that they run parallel to the minute gets confusing exactly. because the things change in the same day. So earlier she went, and obviously Goff was still there. She goes back again, seemingly you know very short amount of time, and suddenly all that has changed. So this is totally different time travel because I didn't see, I haven't seen this in other time travel things where they have the parallel things happening. It's kind of crazy, yeah. and yeah. we didn't learn that in school. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. Wasn't you failed that quiz. That was that was that time travel AP. Yeah, exactly. I cheated off Marty in that one. He got a good grade. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Olivia's like, okay, She's guys. Like, no, Olivia's like, okay, guys, that joke is dead. Like, <laughs> let it go. Like, like it's so corny. You get it, honey. Like, I'm trying to understand here. But, um, <laughs> go ahead, Olivia. Well, you have a t-shirt on. Your t-shirt. Your t-shirt. Drake t-shirt. Oh, that's totally in alignment with the rosary beads. I was. Oh, I did it on purpose. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I did it. She, hey, she rides through the six with the woes. She know how it goes. Hey! You guys are so cheesy tonight. But you caught me up. It's okay. She's like, I'm lactose intolerant. I'm going to need it to stop. Um, are you really? No. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. You look like you're about to tell her, like, night, you need a pumpkin be. spice latte. You look like you're about to say like that. I don't even like pumpkin spice lattes. Good what, are you job. trying to say I look High basic five. or something? I did not say oh, that. You oh, said that. Oh, oh. <laughs> Newsflash. If you like pumpkin spice lattes in 2016, That's you so basic. basic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're so, okay, talking about a TV show. Like, what are we talking about here? Okay. So... Uh, anyways, I think, do you guys want to touch on, um, do you guys want to talk about... What about Frank and Stan Moreno, maybe? Yeah, Moreno. Oh, we gotta get into that. Yeah. Yeah. First off, real quick, sidebar, <clears throat> um, is it me, or was Raimi just, like, she was, I want to say she was hangry, like, I don't even want to say she was on angry this whole episode. No! <laughs> this whole episode, I felt like she was hangry, like, somebody give her a sandwich. She I was think, so mean the whole episode. She got that combination of guilt and anger because she knows, yeah, she may have saved her dad, but now she killed her mom, and she feels yeah. responsible for that. Her mom did that. just die. She's probably yeah. just, like, so <laughs> yeah, overwhelmed. Give her a break, it's and only an hour episode. She can... <laughs> but I, I gotta say that, like, that opening scene where that steel gaze, so... I was like damn she was was already upset because dad left her and then dad was dirty and now he's not and now uh better mom's dead you know it's not gotta be easy i mean she's just she's trying to juggle the past and the present and make and like she's going into this blind and she's trying to figure it out create this reality and it's like how could you even create something like that every single you start to realize that every action and every even conversation that you have contributes to a different change. And it's like, she made that first change and now she's screwed. Like, she's deep in that hole. And things are going to continue to change no matter what because, I mean, it was just never... It's mm. never going to be that you already changed the past. You know what I mean? See, it's very butterfly mm-hmm. effect because, you know, there things were horrendous that were happening after mm-hmm. one thing. Right, right. Is your name really Chaos? 
No, my name is actually Kelly. Oh, but chaos is so cool because it's it like is, chaos. Right? Th- you know, it's chaos theory is the butterfly thing. But they say when the butterfly flaps its wings, the, there's a typhoon <laughs> yes. on the other side of the pond. That's chaos. So it theory. just kind of works. Yeah, it works. <laughs> See what happened right there? It just works. Yeah, it just spoke a lot um, of the doctor yeah, right we there. Definitely, we definitely got to touch on uh, the fact that, you know, let's just jump back. Let's just just rewind. Just rewind. <laughs> now it's way She tells, Ray, uh, Ramey tells Frank, like, you need to leave. Um, and you need to leave. Stan's dirty. You know, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a sting. It was a setup. Whatever, whatever. Okay, so Frank's getting ready to leave from the hospital, mm-hmm. and he's got the ham radio. He's dressed. He's walking out. The you know, and then you see this whole welcome party. Uh, you know, other police. You know, other other. Uh, you know, other officers from the force. He's like a you hero. Know, the he gets the welcome. Well, they right. call him a hero. Right. Literally. Exactly. Uh, you know, for for his efforts and what he did, he gets a combat service award. Hmm. Um, you know, then he gets a party when he goes home. So w- you you get to see all of that, and then you see you know none other than Stan. You know, before he even gets to the party, you know, hey man, you gonna make we gonna make you uh, you gonna make us chase you? And I was just like, oh snap. Like, it's about to get real. Well, it just got real fun because they just had a party. Yeah. Uh, it was just like a real happy time. Um, you know, until, you know, you know, wifey Julie came down with the pillows and the blanket. Like, oh, I thought you'd be more comfortable there. And it's like, really? Do you really? Like, well, since remember, when does a couch remember, more comfortable he, actually, he, he didn't tell her like, hey, you know, babe, I'm leaving to go undercover. They need me. No, he really just kind of up and left and he left them alone. Remember that she did in the original timeline. I, I get it. He doesn't I know she's come back. Bitter. I get it. She's bitter, but I'm just saying, like, it's let the man I mean, let the man hold on. The man's been undercover. Give we him a little. Know. Is that what you're thinking? No, not oh. even not even the sympathy <laughs> booty, but just <laughs> just cutting some slack. And why are you, let the man sleep in the bed? Hold like, on. Pause. Pause. Like, okay, the pause. woman. Okay. Okay. Time out. Yeah, here, I had, I had enough of this Uh-oh. conversation. She. <laughs> Like, I do understand your perspective. He up and left her, uh, which is awful. And granted, it was for his job. It's not like he just did it for, like, another woman or something. And it would be nice for her to be here, be there for him. And I think she was intending to be there for him. Just because she's welcoming him into bed right from the jump doesn't mean she wasn't about to. However, (laughs) I wasn't saying saying that she needed to give him any, though. I'm not saying that, but just welcome him back into a relationship after two years. Like, things take some time. But he, because of the way he approached things, she's not seeing things (laughs) from his perspective. She's not aware of his knowledge of what is about to happen with this Nightingale killer situation. And she says, literally, quote, I can't be talking cop talk all of the time. You know what I mean? The first time they have a conversation together alone, he's already jumping into something that she had been uncomfortable with from the beginning. Because that's his life. And then also, these are typical marriage problems. I would would have a seat, but I'm already sitting down. So (laughs) next time, I'll make sure I stand up so that when you need me to have a seat, like you just did. (laughs) I'll just be able to be like, okay, Olivia, I'm going to sit down hey, now. That, that, that I'm going to have a seat. Hey, that was for saying she was so, lactose intolerant. So, that's a good well, thing. no, because that was a compliment because I was saying that we were so cheesy that we were going to make her lactose intolerant. But if she was lactose intolerant, you might not have even wanted to go into the bed. Oh, my oh. God. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay. You know, one so, question, one, but I have a question for you. The, the whole thing about the sting. So they did we get that figured out? Why? So they were they said it was a, they said it wasn't a sting. It got covered up. 
they asked him to say it wasn't a sting. Did we ever right, and that's well, remember what I was the, about to say. Uh, the dirty officers? We got Stan Moreno and he had some other part of his crew there. Frank wasn't in on it. They are the ones saying there was no sting. That was never part of the plan. Essentially, it's their word against Frank's. But There's, do we know why? Why is it no, so important? No, they did not reveal Can I that. Ask you guys we a don't know sure. go yet. Wouldn't it? Did Frank ever have a conversation with Stan about like? They were planning to both lie, or not lie, but both claim there wasn't a sting? No. No. There was no Frank just understood that, hey, you have to say this, otherwise it's... But what would make him understand that? They, they said there's three decorated officers Exactly, that are but willing... he had already went into this meeting... Getting ready to tell them getting, about the sting. Getting yeah. about yeah. to tell the truth. So he knows that it's going to be their word against his, because at that point, he hadn't talked to Little J, and without Little J, he can't prove that Stan Moreno was going to do what he exactly. did. Exactly. And he knows but he that... Didn't know that he didn't the, know the, that they were going to go. But here's the thing, though. He didn't know that they were going to tell the um, the Internal I mean. Affairs Board that there wasn't a sting. They didn't plan yes. to lie together. And what now that has me thinking is Stan was backstabbing Frank again. Because now, although he didn't kill them, now he's making him look like a liar. Exactly. Well, but, but, they but, weren't the, there. but I think that's the goal. You're right. Uh, I think they want to discredit him. So that's why they were kind of just like, look, just chill. Like They were going to discredit him, though, but the internal affairs were obviously on the inside because they were like, stop that. Listen, yeah. they said this. Yeah. If you don't say the same, and so he said the same. He said that wasn't a sting. But, but the question clearly is Clearly there's why. some workplace politics. I mean, they're going to get into it. I feel like, because Stan Moreno's going to be around. He's not right. done yet. That storyline isn't closed yet. I think he's the Nightingale killer. No. That's too much. I'm going to call you Stretch Armstrong. You're reaching on that one. Okay, all right. You're reaching, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so. (laughs) She's over here like you guys. He's willing to lie, and he goes along with the lie, but now it's it's clear that Stan has it out for Frank, but now I'm wondering. Why, like, why is he doing everything in his power to get Frank to be killed, to be corrupt, to be to tarnish his name? Because he's because Frank's the one who could bring down Stan and whatever other part of their operation they're running there. Right, in the so he's the key. He's a good yes. cop. He must be a good right, cop. Right, Frank yeah. is right, and, and we've seen this. We've seen this, uh, you know, quite a few times in TV shows and in movies where. When you know that you've got someone that is just deadly do right, and you're not deadly do right, you kind of got a little. You gotta dirt. take them out. Then it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's like you know what? Like, I can't have you in my circle because you're going to snitch. Unless you get right. some dirt on you that way, they exactly. right? Unless they have something yeah. that they can pin on you and say, yeah. "Hey, you just as dirty as me, bro. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut." So or you're gonna end up in the periphery. That's right. That's Trump's <laughs> strategy. But anyway, that's a different story. Yeah, so <laughs> unfortunately now it's three against one, and the only outlet that Frank has to make make it out of here as a good cop and alive is, ironically, Lil J. The one that they were trying to, you know, arrest and put down Bring is down. now his saving grace. Pretty much. For a while. For a couple, yeah, yeah. For just real quick. I mean, he survived a whole two episodes. How about that? Yeah. I know. <laughs> so um, Frank 
goes to have a conversation with Lil J, and obviously Raimi was upset about this because her priority, remember, is still saving her mother. Yes. But Frank had some other things to take care of first. Well, he says it bluntly, like, I can't go after Nightingale if Stan Moreno is still trying to kill me exactly. here in 1996. And that would hinder his career as a cop as well because if if his name was tarnished and he wasn't able to continue on as a cop... Right, he might, he, he might get demoted. And he can't be a part of the Nightingale Investigation. Task Force. Yep. Or if go. he's dead, everything stops. Exactly. <laughs> Even the show. Oh, wait. No, it so <laughs> we see um, that Lil J is willing to be on his side just because as much as Frank needs him, he also needs Frank. So... They try to help each other out, and we see he finally agrees to come and, you know, speak to the police, whatever, but then Stan Moreno comes comes in like the snake that he is, and you could just tell by their conversation that they're not saying it, but they both they both know what's going on there in that situation. Oh, yeah, there's a mutual understanding that, like, I know it was you, I just can't prove it, and the other one, right. you you know, I know you know, I but you can't do anything about it right now. Exactly. And you, and you, and you don't want to know more, and you don't yeah, want to have this Stan conversation. And Sam Moreno is yeah. technically still is holding all the cards because he got rid of little Jay. They didn't state that, but you know that's how it went yeah. down oh, somehow. Oh, for sure. And I'm wondering... I mean, I'm wondering if there's other... Well, actually, no, because at that point, no one in the police, like, in the station knew that little Jay was coming. So I wonder, maybe... Stan- Somebody did, because when... I mean, as soon as he was off the phone with them, and he started... They, I mean, they got him. Exactly. It was that yeah. close. Frank tried to get and, out of there. Yeah, so Moreno knew that... Moreno knew exactly what Frank was up to. Mm-hmm. He knew that little Jay was coming, and he's and he killed him. I think somehow with all that, um, what's his name? Satch is the key. I don't. I, so? I don't know if necessarily he flips on Frank, but I feel like somehow to help out the Stan Moreno situation, I think that Raimi, because she has that rapport with Satch, that he's somehow going to come into play hmm. in both timelines. Because I can't yeah. see Frank right now by himself being able to do it. It's just too stacked against him. And right. I see it. It could either go both ways. I mean, obviously, Moreno has an in with the gang and everything, so either it's someone on that end that's giving him the information that Frank and Lil J have been in contact and now Lil J is going to be coming, or there's another dirty cop in the situation that knew that Frank was going to pursue this avenue to save his ass, you know what I mean? And Moreno just had to intercept that. Well, remember, too, we still got the two other guys from the... Sting mm-hmm. that mm. we haven't seen since the first episode that, you know, flash yeah. forward to the future when Raimi goes and confronts him and, and realizes that, you know, there, it was a cover-up and a whole bunch of other dirty stuff. So we haven't seen yeah. them, too. So remember, they, they you know, Stan Marino's, you know, he's still pulling those puppet strings, so he's got people on the inside. Yeah, because it wasn't Little Jay that was going to shoot him himself. It was a younger guy with a beard that was going to shoot him in the first yeah. episode. They were going to yep. use Little Jay and... As the scapegoat, yes, yeah. So it was, it was that was a was that a dirty cop? I don't think it was a dirty cop that was going to do the shooting. I think they outed Frank as cop, yeah, and, and that's what so helped that, them so that he would get killed, right? By Little right. Jay's, you know, gang Henchman. that was in his periphery. Yeah, got it, in the <laughs> periphery. It was periphery real big last week. It was. That <laughs> yeah, was you didn't the watch our show. Okay, it happens in the periphery. No, I didn't watch yours. I watched <gasps> the show. <laughs> I, I love mean, you, you I love are you. not the survivor off the island. I love you. <laughs> and so, unfortunately, we only have 10 minutes left, but I do, before we get to predictions, I just want to touch on uh, Julie. 
uh, Raimi's mother quickly. So she's the victim of this, pretty much of this episode, of this storyline. Everything they do is an effort to save Julie. Um, And it gets kind of hard because, as you said, Julie's pretty bitter about the situation. (laughs) And as much as I feel for her, and how could you ever... Like, it's like I want her to trust Frank, but I understand mm-hmm. why she doesn't trust him. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but if right. she doesn't wake up, she's dead. So exactly. it's like, come on. <laughs> I, I will say this. The scene at the end where, um, you know, Frank, you know, he tries to make the play with the radio to get her to understand. That one was heartbreaking. That just because so you can, you know, they really push their motivations. And right. this was supposed to be like, hey, this could work. And when you understood why it didn't happen, that one was like, Wow, you know, and I think that was one of the best moments of the show so far. Well, not only that, because at first you just see him talking, and you, you so you don't even think, you're like, oh, okay, she's off mm-hmm. fighting yeah. crime. You know, she's not even there. And then to see that she's actually there, and she's listening to that him pleading with her. And, and he looks crazy. He yeah. does, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, why you let your dad look crazy like that? Just say mm-hmm. hi. We were all screaming at the TV. <laughs> Seriously. Like, say something like, because as soon as I realized she was sitting there too I was kind of mad at her I was like come on like don't make him look like a like an idiot but also in, in, in addition she's killing her mother by not saying anything so it's like right and, and that's what I, and, 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 and right and I'm just like I get it I understand the, the you know the rules and you're trying to figure it out as you go along but I'm like at this time like your dad is getting ready. You're making. You're letting your dad look crazy to a mom who's already bitter and skeptical mm-hmm. and cynical of him. It just in, in 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 everything right now. So it's like just say something. And I know that it's going to be a lot of extra explaining to do down the road. Like, okay, why am I talking to my daughter on a ham radio when I know she's in the in the house asleep? I know that there was going to be explanations, but it just it frustrated me to no end that she didn't just say something. So now Dad's out the house, mm-hmm. which means it's that much harder for him to protect Julie. Exactly, yeah. and it just yeah, it's going to be good. Next yeah. week is going to be good. It's a fantastic show. I mean, between the two episodes, it's amazing. Something yeah, to job. figure out though. So he's gone. He left the ham radio there because it's still there in the future when Raimi gets it present day. So that's something I want to figure out. It's like, how is he going to still have access to it, but it ends up back where Raimi finds it in the pilot? So that's something... Hadn't he already gotten kicked out when he was having a conversation with Raimi? Because he he was like, I know... She was like, I didn't think that you were going to get kicked out. And he was like, yes. I understand you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you yes. have a point. Yeah, so. Well, uh, my point is, you know, whatever happens to Frank, eventually the ham radio... Gets back can, to the house. Yes. Yeah. So how does that happen? That's something to wait or and see. I but wonder, it never left the house. But what if something... Ha- what if Raimi... Wait, can we... Let's go into predictions before okay. I drop this bomb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh-oh. Drop the bombs on Not dropping a bomb, but you know. Okay, I'll switch seats. It's about to go down. <laughs> so I'm thinking, not necessarily that this will happen, but something that definitely could happen is if Raimi, you know, messes something up or something happens to this radio in the past, then she loses all communication and oh, all control wow. over everything. You know what I'm saying? So, say Frank is kicked out of the house, and this radio is in the garage, and it's, like, haunting Julie. She can't stand it. Whatever. She destroys it, throws it away. I think you're going to have think, on both yeah, sides. I think hey, the show's done. Once again, <laughs> burning, the candle, ah, burning the candle from both ends. 
Frank knows he needs to fix it if he's going to accomplish the mission. Same thing in the present day. Raimi knows nothing can happen to her radio. So mm-hmm. I think... But yeah, the, pre- the, pre- the radio that. won't be there in the present day if he, if he gets well, destroyed back there. That's what I'm saying. Well, then yeah. he, it's on his end to fix yeah, it. Yeah, it's on his the end, The same yeah. thing, if it, something happens in present day, it's on her end to fix it. Well, since she didn't want to say something, now he's got to fix him and Julie and get back in that house. It's true. Right. So how, how do you guys think this is going to play out f- either with the Nightingale Killer situation or with... Julie and the Nightingale Killer. I think that uh, Frank is going to have to find a way to use little Raimi to just get through to So Julie. little Raimi. Like, you know, make sure your mom, the, you know, like, here's some milk. Make sure your mom doesn't go to the grocery store kind of deal. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't realize Clearly, that. tonight's episode was dairy themed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. All right, buy some bread. Anyway, but the point is, you know, little things like that, somehow I feel like that's what they're going to try to do, especially if Frank just can't outright protect her himself. Right. What do do you think, Kelly? All right. Well. Oh, brace yourselves, guys. I know, this is about to be a crazy Can we call it chaos for this show? Yeah, that's chaos. Yeah, yeah, all day. (laughs) So, um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like. We're going to see, there's going to be, something's going to happen as a result of him being put out. Mm-hmm. Um, furthermore, something's going to happen with that golf storyline. Um, but I don't think that golf is the Nightingale killer. I agree. So, I don't think so either. whether he's a copycat or something else, I think we're going to get, we're going to get more into that. And I think we're going to get a little more insight as to what's going on with Moreno and the bad guys. Mm-hmm. You know, the dirty cops. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I I think that she's going to pay dearly for not saying something. Hmm. It's going to bite her in the butt. But so my question is, is Julie still going to die? Right or, now, yes. But I yeah. think it's the, the 11 week timeline, I think is still a fixed point. That's why she hasn't done anything yet. Okay. She just doesn't want to mess with that because at least that's still a day that they can narrow down like... Just watch her all day. I mean, but at this point, if uh, if Goff was the killer, we already intercepted that in some way because his victim has Got just away. escaped. Yeah. Right, right. So. I th- see. I think I think Julie won't die. I think they'll bring her back to a present day character. But I also think that uh, see, if it's not Moreno who I said was the Nightingale killer, I think it has something to do with the cops. I, I think there's some connection. That's what if agreed. Moreno killed Julie? That would be like he pretended to be the Nightingale killer. That's an idea. I I feel like we're more likely to see Moreno, you know, set Frank up to be killed by the Nightingale killer, like collateral damage. But is the is the Nightingale killer killing men as well, or no? Like I said, collateral damage. You know, like maybe you know he sets up Julie. He knows Frank is going to be there, and it's setting up another hit on him. Right. Well, they could always change. I mean, the Nightingale Killer is recognized by who he kills, how he kills them, and what he does with them. Yes, the but MO. we we still have the power to change that in the past. So all of that could really disappear, and he could just be a general like That's serial a killer his, in a his different way. His victims could change. Although. Yeah. I also want to point out just because we've seen him by name. That character, Gordo. I'm not saying he is Nightingale, but I feel like, okay, why are you bringing this guy up two episodes, but he's still playing such a minor role? He's yeah. supposed and to I be your like, best friend from, right. from I feel from like he needs up. to play a bigger role. Otherwise, it's like, well, 
I'm going to put another guy who's not Goff on the board. Uh, he's kind of on it right now just because it's like, well, did little Raimi also push away Gordo due to their actions with the ham radio? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think Gordo definitely isn't going to come into a larger play because yeah. there is a reason, although his scenes were kind of Brief. like kind of insignificant, really. Yeah. Like, we could have done without them, but... There, I mean, there's a reason for everything in this show, and they we were still love there you, Gordo. Don't, don't don't be mad, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he had to go home and drink all those beers by himself, but it's all right. Poor Gordo. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Any final thoughts you guys want to bring up before we wrap this one? Periphery. <laughs> periphery. Hashtag periphery. No, I, I just so, like. I think yes, it's great. Again, I'm as we yeah. did last week, by all means, feel free to take a shot every time you hear. Periphery. Mm. Take a show. Oh, is that what you're doing? Unfortunately, <laughs> we did not have a new word of the night for you for the uh, for the episode. Chaos. But uh, don't worry about it. We will come up with some more words. We did and have a yes, word. We had a theme. <laughs> that was the yeah. that was that t- tonight's theme was dairy. Last dairy. week, yeah. Okay. Last last week he said periphery instead of peripheral, and I I honed in on it. I was like, <laughs> periphery is <laughs> a real word though too. Yeah. They're both words. Really? Yeah, periphery is a word. Like in the dictionary. Like in the dictionary. You guaranteed. thought I was making that yeah. up? I really did. I really did. Because I, I never heard of the periphery. You got peripheral vision. And, right. Or you could say in the periphery, these things are happening. Oh, my. Oh, there, oh, there it is. Periphery. <laughs> I stand corrected. Is it, you know, there is the definition. The outer I limits of the edge. I stand corrected. The outer limits or edge of an area. We or talked object. about this, we man. Did, when but when you see the hot girl come in, you don't want to look right. And at she's it. in your periphery. <laughs> exactly. But I, I really, honestly, I had never heard of that derivative of peripheral before. I'm well, you, you learned something you knowledge go. dropped right there. Boom. So we are so yeah. into giving value. <laughs> we are totally the ones who are going to figure out this very confusing show. Exactly. Yes. They jump around a lot. All right, guys. Um, thank you for tuning in. We love your comments on our YouTube page. You guys have given us so many different like predictions, and they're great because they definitely contribute to our thoughts here. So definitely still keep doing that, and we yeah, can give you a you. shout-out on the next episode. Podcast, five stars, iTunes, five, four, or five, anything less than that. Well, we don't want to give us four. We deserve the five. Yeah, we give <laughs> us the five. Um, all right, guys. I'm your lead host, Olivia Gabri. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the real underscore O underscore G. What's up, guys? I'm Gabriel Gonzalez. Find me on Twitter at double G on TV. Check out my profile. I did an interview with Scotty Jordan. Boom. I didn't interview with anybody, but I'm Chaos J <laughs> all day. K-A-A-O-S-J. Make sure you check me out on Twitter. You know, hit me up. Slide in the DMs if you want to talk about the show <laughs> let me know that's it just talk to me about the show uh, nothing else unless it's got something to do with some dairy or periphery you know you'll uh, talk about them anyway. periphery <laughs> dairy is what you don't want to get into no um uh, i'm chris howard reach me at chris howard live on twitter and instagram i'll just leave it there and keep it basic oh, <laughs> oh! I slide these in. pumpkin spice lattes in your face all right see you guys Bye, next guys. week see you next week <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The music's been-
expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.